Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Bigger small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and Carrie Brinkater. Love Talking today with Kathy Enderbrock about the treasure of the exchange life. Thank you, Gavin. We are in the studio today, and this is Evelyn Davidson. Uh, we thank you for joining us here on 1120 AM, uh, the Austin Christian Radio, the bridge, and we cover all of Central Texas, and we're here to build bridges of love and leadership. And in the studio with me today is our good friend, uh, Carrie Brinka. Said it wrong again. <laughs> Brinkator, we'll practice, Evelyn. It's okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, when we start off like this, I know we're going to have a good program. Here. Absolutely. Thank and you so much. You are a new intern. You are the former ladies basketball coach at Georgetown University. At Southwestern in Georgetown. Yes, uh-huh. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And uh, we're also here today uh, welcoming our friend and co-producer and all-around Wonder Woman, Kathy Indebrock. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, friends. It is so great to be with you this morning. Great to have you. We are, we have an incredible topic that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be love talking about the exchanged life. And we're going to get into it deep, talking about God's heart surgery. And, you know, we can look all we look all around us, we know that we are right now, we're living in a generation with hearts of stone. They're cold, dead, and people need an exchanged heart. 
a heart that is wired to worship the one who gave his life to make it possible for everyone to have a changed life. So we are going to be looking at this biblical principle going from Genesis to Revelation. And I have this anchor scripture that I'm so excited to share with all of our listening friends. In Matthew 16, 25, Jesus himself, these are the words that Jesus is speaking. And if you have a red-letter Bible, this will be in red. It says, whoever seeks to keep his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And we're going to be talking about that and that principle of exchange with you girls today. That is exciting, uh, Kathy, because... You know, where it doesn't matter where we live. I know you're in Boise, Idaho. Tell tell us a little bit about, you know, what's going on there today. <laughs> well, we've been having a little bit of snow. Snow! Is, uh, snow, yes. And, you know, there's a big ski swap uh, coming up soon in November. So uh, we're going to get the last few pieces of ski equipment that we need. We have a ski hill about 30 minutes from us. It's called Bogus Basin. And uh, isn't that a, that's a good name for a ski hill, Bogus Basin? That's a great and, name for uh, a ski hill. That's the only reason to live somewhere where it snows is so you can go skiing. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> so, and we we have never, you know, talked about exchanging, a, you know, the exchange principle. We've exchanged a life in Texas for a life in Boise for one year. And so part of this adventure that we're doing is we're all going to ski. Now, my husband is 44, never been on snow with any stretching stuff to his feet in his life. I grew up skiing, but I have not been skiing in almost 30 years. And our girls, you, you ladies know, they're ages 10, 13, and 14, never have gone skiing. So this is the year for us. We are going to be on the slopes hitting it hard this year. It'll be much easier for the girls than it will be for you and Eric, Kathy. Sorry to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Better start That's doing those, uh, those squats and lunges now. Get those, get those legs ready. Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I'm jealous because that's one of my favorite things to do is ski, and it is one thing that I could do well for a long time. Wow. Uh, but the last time we went skiing, um, it snowed. We could even see our car, and the, sco- the snow wow. was such that our our son Dan is used to be a professional skier uh, instructor, and he he said, "You are not going out that door, mother." <laughs> so we made <laughs> we made all that trip over to uh, Colorado to go skiing, and then they vetoed a great granny skiing. So I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I look behind me now, so I have to take Kathy. I'm a little jealous. Yes. Well, yeah, we are very excited about this whole prospect. So we'll see. You know, Eric and I may end up spending a lot of time in the lodge with some hot cocoa <laughs> around the fire while the girls are out. But, you know, we're we're going into We are actually, we have signed a lease to rent all of our ski equipment for the entire season. So, mm. so we're in, you know, there's no way out for us really to, to justify sitting in the lodge. But uh, we're just hoping for no broken bones, nothing that requires surgery, and a whole lot of fun. That's what we want. There you go. Stick stick to the blues and the greens. You'll be fine. No black. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's Good right. advice. Good advice. <laughs> well, you know, we have well, a lot okay, of... Pardon? Yeah, tell me what... I was going to say, what's going on in Austin? I mean, I am hearing all kinds of exciting things about what God is doing in Austin right now. Well, he has been doing some mighty uh, things, Kathy. Uh, 
getting us ready for NDP for next year, which is National Day of Prayer. And apart from that, and we've mentioned this to our audience mm-hmm. a couple of times, uh, Franklin Graham, who is Billy Graham's son, uh, who now is the father uh, of uh, Franklin Graham, of uh, Billy Graham evangelism, uh, has been praying about where we are in America and what's going on. And God spoke to him and told him that he needed to go to every state capital, every state capital, if possible, and call God's people out of the pews and the pulpits uh, into uh, the marketplace uh, in repentance uh, for where we are in this nation and what we need to do and and call on him for a mighty movement of grace. And so we've been working on that. We've had a number of meetings, and that's really exciting. Uh, but apart from that, we're working on National Day of Prayer, and I know that's part of your heart, and that's what we do in the fall. And here we are, it's, you know, beginning of November, and it's just hard to even realize that we have had as a blessed a year this year as we've had with all of the mm-hmm. things that are going on. And, of course, right now, you know, the the politics are pretty strong, but we're we are doing well in Austin. How about you, Carrie? That's fun. Oh man, things things for me are going are going very well. I I love hearing about the National Day of Prayer and um, you know the changes that are going on there and and talking about our program of change and exchange today. I just uh, my husband and I just recently celebrated our 20th anniversary. I know that doesn't even compare to you, Miss Evelyn. Oh goodness! I'm holding your hand with She's this, so sweet. I remember when I we had our 20th anniversary. Uh, you know, it is um, those were days that were a little bit more restful, believe it or not, than they are now. When, wow! Where we are in America, but congratulations, Kim. Thank you, thank you. It's um, we got married when we were so young, and uh, it's it's interesting to think that you know I've spent half my life with uh mm-hmm. with this man uh his name is ashley he's wonderful and it's it's neat to show our kids that and um we just we, we feel so incredibly blessed and for me just uh new changes with um not coaching for the first time in a in a really long time as uh, well at the college level i'm now coaching my kids which is a lot of fun <laughs> and uh, yeah. misery sometimes <laughs> <laughs> they probably think it's misery mm-hmm. um but every day I just have to wake up and I, I I just am renewed each day thanking the Lord for this amazing opportunity to watch my kids grow up mm-hmm. because I was missing literally everything mm-hmm. with the fast-paced, frenetic life of constantly hurrying, constantly blowing through life. Um, with the job that I was in, uh, it's a, it's a fast paced industry and you have to stay up. And so right now, I, you know, exchanging that life for a new pace has been interesting in many ways. And I hope to talk about that a little bit today. Um, but I've been sensing that God's been telling me to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Ka- Kathy knows me. She knows that I don't move at a slow pace. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I walk fast. I talk fast. Yeah. Um, and God has told me, you know what, Carrie, it's okay mm-hmm. to slow down. And for a long time, I, I kind of saw that as a weakness. Um, but the Lord is teaching me amazing things through this new journey. And 
slowing down is one of them to actually enjoy mm-hmm. my life and my kids yeah. and um, and to realize that that that's okay. So God's promises and listening to his voice have um, have really struck me as of late um, and just this new adventure that I'm on. Now, don't don't misunderstand, Miss Evelyn and Kathy. I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> what... Let me tell you, there are no answers apart from grace. I know I apart from grace. I hear you. One of the things we're going well, to have... I... Go ahead, Kathy. You know, I was just going to say, I think that, you know, we become so achievement-oriented. And, I mean, Carrie, you have achieved so much. I mean, uh, 20 years of marriage, that's huge. And, you know, just retiring after getting the, what, NCAA University Basketball Women's Coach of the Year, that was huge. And I I think that because we do become so um, accomplishment-oriented, that starts to get us into this frenetic, frantic set up pace. And so I love we're going to be talking today about exchanges. And sometimes we need to exchange that identity that's focused around accomplishment for something greater. And Mm -hmm. I'm just looking forward to talking with you guys about that today. Well, we are going to talk about that, Kathy. One of the things that I think the Lord does in our life is he teaches us, regardless of how long we've been married or how old our children are, that he has a very special thing for us as we walk with him and trust him. And we're going to talk today a little bit about making that exchange. You have to give up to get something in every part of your life. And we want to do that right after this. Well, let's take our break, uh, John, and we'll come back with Love Talk with Kathy and Carrie and Evelyn right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and Carrie Brinkater. Love Talking today with Kathy Enderbrock about the treasure of the exchange life. Welcome back to Love Talk. This is Evelyn and Carrie in studio, and we are Love Talking today with our friend Kathy Enderbrock, who is in Boise, Idaho, and it's snowing. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, when we went out, we were talking about how important it is that we look at our life and know that uh, changes do come, and and they come sometimes when we don't like them, and sometimes they come when we work real hard to get them. And I know, Carrie, you have done that with your uh, moving from professional women's college basketball to being a mom and a helper to a husband who is a real estate agent. Yes, so, ma'am. But, Kathy, let's just pick it up. Let's just talk about what that exchange is, about maybe some of the childhood lessons. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing that I love about this biblical principle of exchange is it is so key to the Christian life, and yet the Lord has made it so easy to grasp. And I want all of our listening friends to think about, you know, uh, when you were a young child and all of the things that you were willing to exchange. And I'll just share some of those things. I've kind of written down a few uh, things that I myself remember exchanging um, you know, a Barbie doll, a beach, a beach Barbie doll. I exchanged when I was little for a rock star Barbie. Didn't have the rock star Barbie. My girl, my, my, one of my little friends did. I gave her my beach Barbie with all the stuff that came with it. I got rock star Barbie. I was elated. I, um, exchanged my baby dolls for stuffed animals. I wasn't big on baby dolls, but oh, I loved stuffed animals. So I would exchange those with my friends whenever I got the chance. Now, my brothers, they loved baseball cards and matchbox cards, uh, matchbox cards. And so they were always exchanging those for, for better, for ones that they wanted. And so I think that one thing no one really has to teach us is that we are only willing to exchange something if what we are getting is better than what we are handing over. And, you know, the principle, this biblical principle about biblical exchange is you have to give something in order to get something. And you're going to get something that you cannot get any other way but by giving something up. And here's the thing. We need to know the cost. We need to know what we want to exchange, what we are willing to let go. We need to know the process, what we're going to get in return. And we have to know the value that what we are getting in return is a greater value than what we are giving up. And it all takes us right back to this verse in Matthew. You seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, you are going to find it. Not just your life, but everything else that comes along with it. Ladies, do you remember things that you were willing to let go of or exchange? Do you have any good exchange stories? Well, Kathy, you crack me up. I I don't think I ever owned a Barbie. I know that's so odd. I didn't either. They didn't know. All we had was stick dolls. (laughs) 
Well, I know a lot of my friends did. I was a stuffed animal girl as well. But as I thought about this and just a meaningful story to me about exchange, it actually occurred in my young adult life. I was actually in college. Um, not, not really following the Lord, uh, like I should have been. And my friends one weekend were, um, going out and, and I can't exactly remember what they were doing, but I was invited and I really, really wanted to go see my grandparents. My grandparents lived about five hours away and I really wanted to go see them. And I just remember thinking, okay, I can go out with my friends. Um, and probably not glorify God in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Or I can go visit my grandparents, who I was just craving to see them. I just loved them so much. They lived in a little bitty country town, and oh, I just I loved it. My grandpa was just the hardest worker, and my grandma always kept me on track. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and so I exchanged that weekend and went to go see my grandparents. And I tell you what, I tell stories about that weekend today to my kids. Because just the, that weekend with my grandparents was so meaningful to me. And I know that God was, was working on me. And uh, it was so meaningful to me. I, my grandpa and I, we worked all day long. We chopped wood. I mean, we, we did crazy stuff all day. And he was, he was a well in his late 70s at this point. And, wow. um, and then that night, I'd already taken my shower. And I'd already gotten ready for bed. And he's like, what are you doing? Don't you want to go on a bike ride? I was like, what? I was like, absolutely, Papa. And so I just remember exchanging that weekend with my friends that I probably was was not going to get anything out of that except for self-loathing and hurt and exchanged it for a beautiful weekend with my family, um, with my grandparents, who I just adored. And so for me, I, you know, I was trying to think of some stories about when I was a little girl, but, but that one was so meaningful yeah. to me. It, there was a cost. I didn't go with my friends, um, like you said, Kathy, but the value of what I got in return from that weekend was so much greater than anything mm-hmm. I would have gotten hanging out with my friends. Well, you know, when you look I at that, it. Kathy, um, and Carrie, it's that's what life is made up of. Um, we can live the self life where everything revolves around us, or we could begin to look at life from a divine point of view, from the biblical principle, where Jesus says, "I have come for one reason only, and that is that you might have life, and not only just have life, but have an abundant life." And that is an exchange process that puts value on the same level with cost. When we talk about, you know, when you look at you, something you want, you maybe you've got $5, you can go to the, well, you can't go to the hamburger place anymore for $5. <laughs> <laughs> or you could purchase something that would bring a little bit more joy to you on a long-term basis. And that's what Jesus did. That's what this heart surgery that we're talking about, Kathy, is all about. It's because of who Jesus Christ is that he came that we might have life and have it abundant. And that is an identity exchange, Kathy. Let's talk about that a little bit. How is it that when we make that exchange, our identity begins to change? Oh, I I love this. You know, all of us can look very, uh, I think, clearly and take a, a very sober assessment of ourselves and say, where, where, where do we get our value from? 
really. Um, where do we find our identity? For most of us, it would be in our career, a, a career accomplishments. It would be in wealth, how much we have in the bank, um, uh, popularity, are we liked at school, not liked in school, what do people say about us, a beauty, uh, you know, where, where is it that, that we place that identity? If you were to say, who is Kathy Endebrock, who is Evelyn Davison, who is Carrie Brinkader, how would people start um, identifying you? Well, generally, they would identify you as, as accomplishments, beauty, career, wealth. Some of us have a harder go at it, but, and we identify with the failures in our lives, the insecurities, the lack of accomplishment, the lack of wealth, the lack of privilege, the lack of power. These are generally things that would get in our way and say, um, I can't do that because um, I'm a failure. I can't do that because I'm not good enough. Um, and so what we want to say is this is not your identity. You, you need to take this identity and you need to exchange it for our identi- identity in Jesus Christ because our value and our worth are rooted in Jesus. He is the one who made us for his special purpose. He died for us to liberate us from sin and to just reconcile us to his very self. And it's this amazing invitation to exchange this old identity for a new identity that is rooted in Christ. And there's when we do this, oh, there's just hundreds of scriptures telling us who we are in Christ and what that new identity looks like. Well, you know, Kathy, when we look at it from God's point of view, uh, he does exactly what we talked about when we made those decisions about what, you have to give up something to get something, or you have to pay a price for something. He paid the ultimate price for us, and it's called grace, that we yes. might come to know the reality of who we really are, why we're here, and what it is that he has called on us or he's calling us to do. And it makes it a very real um, experience. It's not something that you just, uh, like, go to the dime store and get uh coloring book and you color somebody in the coloring book and it's a child and uh, and and you think well i i could live out that life if it's a cowboy or cowgirl or some of those things uh that you do it on ipad now or iphone (laughs) but the thing is the thing about it is it when you allow the lord jesus to do that surgery of heart like he he said to ezekiel Ezekiel came to him one day and just complained like crazy that that God's people were not doing what they needed to do, were not being what they needed to be, basically. And God spoke to him and he said, Ezekiel, I'm getting ready to do something. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take out the cold, stony heart of my chosen people, those people that I have birthed, those people that believe in Jehovah God. The, the Jewish chosen people. He said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take out their heart, put in a brand new heart. And that new heart surgery, Kathy, is called grace. It's mm-hmm. grace. It's a gift that God gives us. And we want to talk about that a little bit. What is it that God did in your life, Kathy? And we have about two minutes before we take our break that caused you to have a complete heart exchange in the air of loving and living 
uh, when you came to realize that he paid that price for you and you accepted the price he paid? You know, all of this, even though I accepted Christ as a young girl at 11, I really didn't know God. I didn't understand this, this critical premise about who he was. And, you know, it was in Australia, I think, when I was, the Lord really confronted me with this, that I didn't know him. I didn't know him personally. I had kind of thought after this eternal life, but I didn't, I didn't know that meant first a relationship with Jesus Christ, that you go after the relationship and you get the eternal life, but don't go after the eternal life. That's kind of the, 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 what you get when you put your hand in Jesus and, and uh, so, you know, in Australia, I found myself in a position where I was married but not happy. I was employed and successful but not fulfilled. I had um, identified myself with these accomplishments, and, and I was looking forward to the next accomplishment. And God really shattered my self-image and said, look, with all this accomplishment, you're not even happy now. <laughs> Do you think you're really going to be happy with a little bit more accomplishment? And I need you to be who you say you are. You say you're a Christian, and yet you do not know me. Mm-hmm. I want you to know me. And so once I said, all right, I give up I, I give up what my identity is. I don't want to be uh, unknown for my accomplishments. I want to be known um, by the God of the universe, and I want to know him right back. I want to be known for my love for Jesus Christ. And when I changed that and and stopped holding so tightly to that and began holding tightly to him, that is when this promise of being a new creation in Jesus Christ and having a new heart for loving others, that took hold. That is so exciting, Kathy. You know, we just, we, we would say in every way we know how to today, if you're listening to us today and you are, you're where Kathy said she was. There is a way for you to exchange your life. Uh, he has exchanged his life for yours. It's a matter of your accepting that and taking it as a gift. We need to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk with Carrie. Carrie, I'm going to ask you that question. You know, what is it that that Christ has done to exchange the life that you had for the life that you have today? Right after this, so stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial 
commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and Carrie Brinkater. Love Talking today with Kathy Enderbrock about the treasure of the exchange life. Thank you for joining us today. This is Evelyn in the studio with me is Carrie. And uh, we are talking today about measuring the treasure of the exchanged life. And, and Carrie, we, that was just really an exciting uh, example that Kathy gave us of when she lived in Australia, how her life took on a new meaning when she began to really value and measure that treasure. What about you? Absolutely. Well, I love I love hearing Kathy talk about that time in her life. I hope one day we'll we'll get to hear the uh, the unabridged version of that story because I have heard it and, it and it's and it's amazing. You know, Kathy, she said she had all these professional accomplishments yet she wasn't happy, and I think that that you know is something that I realized. I, I loved my job at Southwestern. I loved being a college basketball coach, Evelyn. I, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I, I gained so much, so much of my identity was wrapped up in that job. And like Kathy mentioned earlier, you know, last year was kind of a banner year for us and we really did receive a lot of awards for our team. But also personally, I received a lot of awards last year and that was really cool. And, um, not only just for basketball, but at Southwestern and just some different things. And it was, it was really, really, I guess, inflating for mm-hmm. the ego. And, um, you know, that that was all well and good and wonderful. But for about a year, the Lord had really been working on my heart and saying, Carrie, you've been faithful and this has been your mission field um, for 14 years. But I've got I've got different plans for you. And I I really resisted for a long time. And Evelyn, I think sometimes we think about even when we make a change and we choose it, sometimes that journey is still very raw. It's still very emotional. And even when we choose a different path, there's still part of that, that you know, worldly accolades mm-hmm. that really want to draw at your heartstrings. And they really want to make you feel like, oh, goodness, what have I done? And that raw emotional journey, I I, I kind of was filling with... Um, I guess accolades and 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 awards, but that's not what God says. You know, all that stuff just really wasn't completing me. It really wasn't. Uh, it made me frantic and stressed, and frankly, at times probably pretty unhealthy. But God is the great completer, and I love what He says in Romans, Romans twelve two. He says, "Do not to do not conform to the patterns of this world." 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is in his good, pleasing and perfect will. And, you know, he gave me an amazing mission field for a very long time. And I loved pouring into the lives of young women. Um, And, you know, I think that God is obviously I'm a huge work in process, <laughs> but um, you know he's uh, saying he's Carrie, done a lot of work. I can saying, tell. Yeah, he's saying Carrie, I'm the one that completes you, mm-hmm. and um, that identity exchange, like Kathy said, career, wealth, accomplishments. You know, even when you make that decision yourself, even if it's not forced upon you, sometimes it still can be raw and emotional and hard. And, um, you know, giving all that up is is wonderful to exchange that for something different that God is going to give me. And that's, I think, where the joy comes in. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, Kath? Like, oh, yeah. you know, giving all that up, giving up your job and your accomplishments. There's still joy on the other side. Joy that God is bringing. You know, that that's so good for both of you girls. To, and I say girls because y'all are so young. <laughs> uh, it, because um, we have listeners today that are in a place where they just uh, are, are drowning uh, with uh, issues that they don't know how to deal with. Uh, lack of love, uh, failed matter, marriage, uh, children in trouble. Um I, you know, I, I'm pretty old now. I'm, I'm working toward that 85th birthday, and my husband's already decided he's going to give me a big party. The last one I had, uh, we started out with about uh, 10 couples. We ended up with 350 people. <laughs> oh, my and I've told him no more of that. But, you know, uh, but, uh, looking back, Kathy, uh, and I know where you and, and Eric are now with this change you've made as you've moved to Boise, uh, our life was so fast and so furious for so long, uh, Van and I, uh, that it just took both of us to keep two boys going and keep a, two businesses going. And uh, finally, when the time came to retire, for him to retire from the real estate business, uh, it was drastic heart surgery for him. Uh, he had mm-hmm. had heart surgery, but I mean... It was a major change in identity of what you girls have been talking about. But, you know, I look at it now as the best time of our life because he became um, free from so much yes. of that having to meet this goal and that goal and whatever. And it was at that time that we felt the Lord was leading us to uh, to start the Good News Journal, which is a patriotic, inspirational news journal. And you can read it online worldwide, and we get letters from everybody. And it's uh, mm, Good News Journal, thegoodnewsjournal.net. But I look back at my life, and I see it as segments like you all are seeing yours right now. And it, there is no doubt whatsoever in my mind that the Lord begins to renew your mind the older you get, that you might be more into that area where he is the primary uh, pivotal point for your life, where everything bounces off of the of the plan that he has and the purpose he has mm-hmm. for life. And that's what I call the W's of grace. It's, you know, when you look at your life and you say, why did this thing happen in my life? Well, you can't tell at that moment whether if it's a good thing, big, you know, big um, 
district win or state win or whatever, you don't see the real, you see the excitement, but you don't see the measure of that treasure until you look back on it when the Lord teaches us something else. And I want us to, to deal with that a little bit, Kathy. I want us to talk about what it is that as we measure our treasure, and our treasure is, is as uh, Carrie mentioned, by the renewing of our mind, the renewing of our heart, that heart surgery, what are what is what are we giving up, and what is it that we get in return? And I know the first one is death for life. Let's talk about that a little bit, Kathy. Death for life. What yeah. does that mean? You know, God tells us that where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. And we've said that when we're talking about exchange, you have to know what you're getting in order for you to be willing to give up something. And, uh, you know, I know that sometimes when we let things go and give them to the Lord, our hands are trembling when we do that because, you know, we just have to rely on the promises that he gives us, saying that if, if you let this go, you give me your life for my sake, you are going to get life. And this is what I love. When he gives us life, it's not a little old, tiny life. It's an abundant <laughs> life. It's a joy-filled life. And so this principle of death for life, you know, when we go around, um, it is a hard world. It is a harsh world. It is a world, even in our own nation, who is founded on Christian principles, who God-fearing men came together to do something perfectly and wholly pleasing to the Lord and putting together this incredible uh, democracy that we have in America. Um, they... Those, those, that foundation that has been laid, uh, that was laid, has slowly been eroded, and more and more we have had um, destruction within our nation. And, and, and this is the principle of death. When, when we have sin, we fall away from the Lord. We are cut off from the Lord. But he says, you come to my son, and I will take that death. I will pay the penalty for that sin, and I will give you life in return. And Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He takes that death, he gives us life. And, you know, this is why I say I love this political process. Uh, I think that being able to elect our leaders is phenomenal. I'm involved. I, I look at the debates, I listen to the debates, but I know it is Jesus Christ alone who is going to be able to fix this nation, turning our hearts back to his. And so when we are willing to give up our life, to turn our hearts back to his, that is when he gives us true life. And the things that the destroyer has restored, the Lord begins to redeem. You know, Kathy, that is so true. And I know we have people listening to us today that, that think that uh, – uh, that is just so far away from where I am that I can never have a treasure like that. But that's not what God's Word said. God's Word says that it's not God's will that any should perish, but all should come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And that means that as we recognize our sin and we give him our life, we get a return on that, and he gets a return. And the return begins to be holiness. That means that we begin to be more like him. And it says, but for now that you've been set free from sin, the benefit you reap leads to holiness. And holiness is just the awareness of his presence in every area of our life. And that is a measure of the treasure that we have that he puts in each one of us. 
And you know, it's yes. what people look at, Kathy, to see how genuine we really are. Well, it is. And time Evelyn, for, yeah. I know it's time for our break. I want to talk about this interfulness uh, for holiness exchange because throughout the whole Bible, God shows us prostitutes, murderers, liars, deceivers who gave him their life, and he set before us holy examples of their lives when that is he was so finished true. with them. Well, let's take our break and hear from some of those sponsors that we have that make it possible for us to be here and give you a treasure right after this. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and Carrie Brinkater. Love talking today with Kathy Enderbrock about the treasure of the exchange life. Thank you, Gavin. We are in studio today and with me is, is our friend Carrie. And uh, we're talking with Kathy and she's in Boise, Idaho today. And we're just looking at what it is that we have gotten as a measure of the treasure that the Lord Jesus gives us when we have heart surgery. And heart surgery is grace. It's when the Lord comes in and we give him 
the all that we are. We give him our, our soul. We give him our mind. We give him our body. We just really give to him the essence of what he has made from the very beginning. And when we think about that, Kathy, uh, you know, we go from one stage to another. And so let's talk a little bit about sinfulness to holiness uh, in regard to heart surgery. You know, I, I love that the Lord encourages us with his word by giving us firm examples of how and what he has accomplished on, on others who are willing to give him uh, their lives. And so we see, you know, a, a prostitute who was actually the great-great-grandmother of Jesus Christ. Uh, we see uh, a murderer in Moses, in, in King David, who went on to accomplish great things. And we see specifically one of my favorites in the New Testament, Paul, who was previously Saul, who persecuted the church. And, you know, I have friends who are out there who were once atheists, or they were agnostic, and they spoke vehemently about the church. And we see this happening in the Muslim countries today, uh, radical, radical changes of individuals who encounter Jesus Christ. And they grab a hold of a relationship with him. And, and, you know, they don't grab a hold of a relationship with Jesus so that they can have eternal life. They grab a hold of the relationship with Jesus because he is a savior to them. He rescues them. He delivers them. He gives them this treasure. And one of those things is he takes away that sinfulness and he gives them holiness. And so we see this, this same thing played out in the New Testament with, um, with Paul, who previously Saul, he is now referred to as Paul. He was given a new name when he accepted Jesus Christ, and he is walking with Barnabas. And they are the two of the very first Christian missionaries. And, um, and you know, ministering can be very, very daunting. They were ministering in a city, um, and crowds became amazed at, at their power to heal. And so we're soon red, just like wildfire, to a pagan priest. And the pagan priest began untying sacrificial bulls and handling out, um, handing out ceremonial wreaths to anyone who had wished to worship Paul and Barnabas as gods. And, and Paul and Barnabas, they went ballistic. They said, men, why are you doing this? We are only men. We are humans like you. We are simply bringing good news telling you to turn from these worthless things to the living God. And we see this principle that is so important. Worship did not need igniting that day. It simply needed redirecting. God has naturally wired people for worship. He has, He has, He will take your sinful heart, and he will give you holiness in return. And you take that holiness, it will shine like a light in the darkness as you begin telling and testifying to what God has done in your life, and you will see those hands raising in worship to the Father as well. You know, Kathy, that is so true because it it becomes an outside thing as well as an inside thing. People begin to look at our lives and see, you know, how valuable this treasure is to us. Uh, Carrie, let's talk about the hopelessness for abundance. You know, Jesus is our rope of hope. Mm Mm-hmm. And when he said, I have come for what purpose that you might have life and life more abundantly, you know, there's 
so many things that we could look to in this world, in our country and outside of our country, um, ISIS, the horrible things that are going on to Christians, and we could be hopeless. We could look and say, what in the world is going on? Many people could look at their own lives and and they feel hopeless. Uh, they've lost a loved one. They have a failed marriage. They lost their job and they feel hopeless. But you know what? In Jeremiah, the Lord says, for I know the plans I have for you. And I think we need to stop and pause right there because, you know, our plans are not God's plans. If you look at the creation of our universe, how in the world can we even fathom what God's plans are for us when we look at what he created? We can't even begin to imagine we are but a speck. And he says, I know the plans I have for you. And he goes on to say plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And I think a lot of times we get that mixed up with a prosperity doctrine and we think worldly. And that's not what God says. It's not a worldly prosperity. It may be for some, but God says it's not about that. What we envision as humans as worldly prosperity, it is a hope for your future. God says you can be searching, you can be trying, you know, if you're hopeless and you don't have Jesus, you, you search, you constantly try to fill up your lives with all of the junk that society tells us to fill our lives with darkness, despair. Uh, um, you feel like you have to try harder. And the Lord says, my plans are to give you a hope and a future, a hope and that's not mean, Evelyn, that doesn't mean that we're free from trouble. Trouble. Oh, man, honey. It counts at your door. In fact, it's like that movie we saw, The War Room. That's why you have to have a war room in your house. Yes. It's to do the battle. The battle is the Lord's. I love that movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, Kathy, it's just been so much fun today, our talking and, and really uh, digging deep into the, our lives to the measure, the treasure that we have. And one of the things that, that is so true that, you know, Carrie has said is that the Lord Jesus uh, does exchange our hopeless situations to hope in him. And I know as uh, we make in our clothes today, uh, there where you are, you may be thinking these sea ladies are out of their gourd, as my mom used to say. Uh, but that is not true. We know it because we've lived it. And we have lived it because Jesus has given us that heart surgery to change our old cold, stony heart into a brand new heart. And it can happen for you. If you're a mother and you have children and you're just dying because they're not going the way that, that you'd like for them to go, maybe it's because your example is not of giving mercy and giving grace. And it's so easy sometimes to drop those gifts uh, or put them aside and then try to run our own life. And the Lord doesn't, that is not part of the deal. The part of the, the deal is this, and it's real, is that we allow him to guide us and lead us and bless us. But maybe you're one of those people listening today that you don't have any idea what we're talking about. And I would say to you, it is a very simple process. This exchange life with Jesus Christ is simple process. First of all, is you come to recognize and 
and acknowledge that apart from him, you are lost. You are a sinner. You're without hope. And that's part of what you want most is hope. And that's why he came for. And then secondly, as you believe that that's why he came, that's why he gave his life for you. That's why he loves you. That's why the father sacrificed him that he might make that price a pay for that treasure. And then, then that you might just confirm in your heart that you are lost and you want him to take your life and begin to give you that life. And it is a surgical process. It happens in an instant. But he will come in if you say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you today and I ask you to come in and give me a new heart, a brand new heart. I know that, um, as you do that, you need to tell someone, give us a call on the love line at 512-249-6535, and we'll give you some, we'll send you some material that will help you begin to live the treasured life that we've talked about. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you, Kathy, for being with us today. This has been an love exciting it. program. And, yeah. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks, Kathy, or we'll hear from you, and in the meantime, We just pray that you will read Romans 12 and do what it says. Present yourself to the Lord Jesus as a living love example. Have a great week.